0: Hello beautiful beings. It's been a while, I know. Welcome back to the Red Moon Medicine space. I'm so grateful that you found your way here again after a momentary pause. Um, probably it's been a few months since my last recording. Um, a lot has been happening in that time. Um, since being in Mexico. And um, now me and my partner have found our way into Canada, (laughs) back in my hometown where I grew up after some years for me being away. Um, And there have been different things coming through, different projects that I have been working on that have asked Been asking for my energy and such Um, but lately I've been feeling really called to come back into this space um, and perhaps some ideas of how it may begin to look a little different moving forward Um, but before I uh, continue with that evolution and transformation I I wanted to um, close off this little four-part series of the elements and our communion with them and the alchemy that we can find within um, our relationship with them. And so, yeah, it feels like a little cycle completing before the, the next part of the spiral unfolds. We are here to talk about the energetics, the medicine, and the gifts of water, of grandmother, grandmother, river. This energy of the water goddess, of the crone that guides us into the depths of all that we are, the compassionate mother of all beings, from which all life has grown and sprouted from in this on this earth and from which all things go back to as well um echoing a lot of the teachings of earth yet in a way feeling a bit older wiser deeper um formless It is the mother energy in a different form, or with no form, perhaps, that nurtures all of life and that feeds all of life in the same ways of our mother earth, yet a little different. The generation of our grandmothers and the divine creator from which we all come from. And within this space, this ancient space our ancestors can be found where they live here and they live on through the memories of water in her different forms for water carries this ancient lineage within her codes and her molecules she remembers all that was before and how it continues to live on even now, if we tune in and listen. She is what ties us back to all that was, and she is what ties us to all that will be. Remembering that we will one day be the ancestors that those who come after us will look to and remember and connect with we will be the beings that pass on this knowledge that we have learned and found importance in. Our grandmother remembers all of these stories of our ancestors and of our lineages. All these memories and lessons continue to live on through her. She is found within this energy of our intuition as well, this watery energy that guides us, and that has been built upon with every new generation that unfolds, every piece adding to the whole puzzle and adding a new uh, slice of information and wisdom that was received through that life and through that age. She is a living reservoir, in this case, of wisdom that continues to be passed down through these generations in a way this is the generational wealth that continues to pour forth into all of us when we open to receive its guidance and his wisdom she is the ancient one the medicine keeper the healer she is what continues to birth life onto the earth. The gentle waters of life. This echoes within the amniotic fluid that we ourselves are held within in our mother's womb. We are born from this ocean. It also lives within us, within our blood and the fluid-filled spaces of our being. It is echoed within the ocean Whether you believe in this theory of evolution or not, um, this is a story that um, tells of how all life sprung from the waters, and it started there, and it came from there, and perhaps one day it will go back. She is the gentle nourishment that nourishes all beings and offers us what we need. She swims within us and all around us like the waters of our mother's womb and the life that we hold within ourselves. She is the Divine Mother that guides us the currents of life that we flow through the river of time that we float upon Supporting us as we flow down into these spaces and out, always spiraling forward. Choose the nourishing waters that we may drink from and learn from and gain these pieces of ancestral wisdom or universal wisdom that lives within her codes, within her cells and molecules. She is this potential for life that we can tap into. Remembering that we come from her. She is a deeply cleansing energy clearing away what no longer serves to continue to uplift us into all that we are meant to be. In this way, she is the healer that nourishes us, that clears away all that we have been carrying that we no longer need to carry. Perhaps it's wounds that have remained upon our skin, or emotions that have been weighing down on us in a way that doesn't feel nourishing anymore, that feels heavy. She teaches us to let go and to surrender to her currents, to surrender into the flow that guides us into all that is meant for us. Within her femininity, she reminds us of this surrender and letting go and is in contrast to that energy of the masculine that is more active and willful and um, the active creator of what is wanted. The feminine remembers that When you hold these intentions close to your heart, you can surrender into the current that guides you into all of that, into all that you want, into all that is meant for you. There's no need for force or constriction or pressure. She reminds us that when we open up to this ease and trust, that is when the ease and trust is echoed within our journey and reveals to us our path rather than moving upon it with this force and this um, will that pushes through anything to get to where you want. You begin to um, listen and tune into what is true in each moment and where you are being guided in each moment. That perhaps looks um, different than how you intended it to but it's always guiding you into um, its unfolding. That is exactly what you need. And so she is this energy of surrendering. Imagine floating in a still lake of water where you just are in that space, held within a womb. You surrender. Imagine floating down a, a river that guides you upon its currents. There is trust there. In these ways, that water also remembers this ancestral wisdom. She is also the keeper of this knowledge and of this wisdom. All of these codes of the universe, all that has been and will be and was learned and experienced and held sacred is remembered within her. And so again, we can um, tap into this wisdom and this knowledge and um, we can visualize it like a a book, (laughs) a book of the universe that we can read through and remember. It is within these crystalline atoms that she also physically stores memories um We're not just talking about you know that that energy here it can also be something uh, that we can very tangibly witness um because it echoes throughout all of these layers of creation energetically emotionally physically um there have been different studies where people play around in these spaces and have found um how water like a quartz crystal for example does very tangibly store certain memories within her atoms and within this crystalline form and shape so maybe there is something to this um crystal snowflake symmetrical and harmonious Uh, sacred geometry that is held divine in creation and is remembered throughout this holographic universe. (laughs) She is a loving tenderness. Water is love. Underlying energy of healing and magic. So it is this feminine energy also echoed within the earth, um, where the earth is very dense and solid and a physical form. Water moves in a different way and has a form yet at the same time is formless. And within her space can be felt this pure divine love, That can be tapped into this energy again of the mother, of the grandmother, the ancient one, the great mother, you know, who loves all beings, who nourishes all of life. And it is this energy that we tap into and are in witness to when we work with water, when we sit by the ocean, or are present within uh, a sip of water that we drink, even. She is guiding us through these great mysteries of creation. It is, again, this, this lesson of surrendering into the moment and surrendering into the currents of her guidance. You can visualize it like a, like you floating along uh, the river of time and of life. And rather than trying to swim against the currents to to get to somewhere where you maybe want to go, um, and swim with this force against the, you know, the pull that is guiding you in a different direction, you can. And that is maybe pulling you under in this intensity um, and getting tired faster and burnt out. Um, There is another practice that can be held here which is just letting go and allowing these currents to guide you. And so this water energy is this flow of life that moves through all things. It is this divine intelligence that always makes sure that we're where we need to be, that we're upon the path that is meant for us, that we are sharing the medicine that we came here to offer the world. When we surrender, we suddenly realize how much ease can be found upon the path. Rather than force and restriction, there's trust. She is also a gatekeeper of the magical realms in this way. Like I mentioned earlier, her connection to our intuition. Um, She is also nourishing up these psychic and magical abilities that move beyond the physical form and are touching upon something that resembles spirit and is touching upon the spiritual realms of existence that is playing with the unseen spaces and all that we are capable within those spaces, reminding us of how much more there is to life than what we can tangibly touch and what we can physically see. Um, She is nourishing of these abilities and of opening ourselves up into these realms to nurture these, these powers and these potentials. She also lives within our dreams and our daydreams and offers us her medicine through those spaces as well. And as we tap into um, and witness those places within our dreams, for example, perhaps we notice her um, offering us certain insights, how it feels when we dream with water. She is also the keeper of the healing arts, like I mentioned earlier, her healing potential. She is the witch in this way, the midwife, the shaman, the healer. And she nourishes um, the wounds that we have been carrying and allows us to to offer them the love that they need so that they can be transformed and transmuted into our fullness, into our wholeness and holiness. She allows us to transmute what may not be serving us anymore into something that continues to feed the entirety of our being and all that we are. In this way, she is a healer. Her actions also live within our emotional bodies, for water is um, living within these spaces. And so she also supports us in moving through our emotions. They can be seen like water, how they flow and transform and move, never still, always changing, just like water. And so sometimes they can take on the form of a still, quiet lake or of a quickening river or perhaps of a storming sea. Our emotions sometimes can, can really move us through many different spaces. And within them, it is an opportunity to explore all that lives within us. This, These waters that we can dive into, that reveal to us our depths and how deep we can really go to explore all that we are, all that lives in us. When we work with water, we can ask ourselves, are we hydrated? Um, Not only physically, but again within the entirety of our being, do our actions and our lives in the way that we share our energy offer hydration and nourishment or are they parched and empty and dry? Do we also feel physically um, within our mouth often thirsty? Are our actions in alignment with, um, with ease and surrender and trust that nourishes us? Or do they often feel forced, leaving us perhaps feeling parched? We can explore um, how water lives within us in these ways, how she is expressed in our relationship with her through this energy that she embodies within us. How does it express itself in us? Are we at ease in this space of surrender and trust or do we feel more or do we feel like we want to control everything and like we want to have a grasp on our lives do we feel uncomfortable with this concept of surrender and flow exploring this space and what that feels like within our body within our being do we tighten up Or do we breathe fully, relax our bellies, relax our faces, our brows, our muscles, and feel at ease in this space? Water longs to move and flow. She fills the space. She she is asking for a container to fill. Where the earth um, is this physical form, this container, water is what moves upon it. And where she is lacking this um, dense form, her um, medicine and magic is this filling and this spilling over, this opening and this surrender. And we can witness this in the the health and vitality of water in her different forms. How different still water looks um, compared to flowing and moving water. How quickly still water can become potentially undrinkable and full of bac- bacteria in different forms of life versus a flowing, crisp, and clean river that offers her hydration. So like I mentioned earlier, water dwells within the realm of emotions and the subconscious. And so when we begin to work with water or continue to work with this energy and this medicine, We can call upon her to transmute certain challenging emotions and experiences and wounds that we have been carrying. And we can explore what lives within these spaces. Where she teaches us how to honor the vast ocean of our emotional bodies, of the magic that we are capable of, the psychic abilities that. Are the potential within us. All the wild, untamed experiences that make us all that we are. She teaches us of this love and compassion for all these parts of ourselves. For water um, also can be deep and dark and scary. Her Depths sometimes feel boundless and eternal and bottomless, and within this space it can be overwhelming and scary. She is that which pulls us into the depths of all that we are and asks us to face what lives there. All these potentially uncomfortable or scary or shameful aspects of ourselves, these ideas that we have placed at least, on these parts of ourselves that we have deemed shameful or unworthy or ugly. She asks us to look at them again and instead learn to look at them with eyes of love and compassion and kindness. She allows us to explore the boundless depths of our being and face it with openness rather than fear, with love rather than shame. And she teaches us how to accept all of these aspects of ourselves in this way, becoming whole and holy in reverence to all the complexities that live within us, all the things that make us who we are. We can explore this and ask ask ourselves, where do we feel shame? Or What parts of ourselves are painful to touch or painful to look at? What complexities are we uncomfortable with that we express? And within her dark, deep waters, we can explore this. We can explore ourselves. And again, nurture this love and compassion. The medicine of water is this learning to balance these emotions, this holding space for all that comes through within our being in each moment, while at the same time learning to release our attachment to them. So there is a difference between being in witness to all that we feel and all that moves through us versus attaching to it as something that you identify with, something that makes you who you are. Um, For then that over attachment to something isn't always um, serving of the entirety that you move through into the complexities that are always changing in each moment. Um, So we can, through water and through her medicine, learn to um, explore these depths and be in witness to these teachings, these emotions, these thoughts, this energy, these feelings that we move through we can honor them and witness them. And at the same time, not I identify with them. They are not who I am, but they are something that's moving through me in this moment, something that I'm needing to receive and be in witness to in this moment. And within the next moment, it continues to flow out, like the constant flowing current of water. Um, it is always changing and so this allows the space also for transformation in each moment rather than overly attaching to something as this is what I am always and forever we can honor the fact that in each moment we are something a little bit different than we were before and what does that look like right now what does that feel like it is offering ease and flow to the contrasting energy of fire which is very active and in motion through this energy of will. Fire is um, has an idea and wants to move towards it um, without this sense of but with this will this energy of will that is I will do this no matter what I need to do no matter how long uh, it takes me I will do it and I will do it in this way that I have envisioned and so water is the next evolution of this unfolding that teaches us that we can move towards all that we want all of these visions that come through for us, we can move towards our, our passions and desires and all that is important to us with this sense of surrender into these currents, this ease that we find when we just allow ourselves to be guided upon the path, to follow the thread of truth in each moment that moves us closer to all that we are unfolding into. She teaches us that this action doesn't need to be forceful. It can be easy and it can be loving and full. So it is this remembering to trust and go with the flow sometimes. Where fire is always trying to do the things, instead, water allows them to be done, just allows them to come to her. It is calming the fire to bring more peace within the unfolding. It is soothing soothing the sometimes intense and hot flames of desire with the cooling and nourishing waters. It is this heart's trust, this centeredness within our heart space and within this space, we know what is true for us in each moment. That We are open to receive this guidance that opens up to us and we can move upon it. So when we, again, um, when we reflect upon our emotional body in this case, this body of water that is within us, we can ask ourselves, how do we tend to these needs of our hearts? Do we feel a natural sense of trust and surrender upon our path? Do we feel what needs to be felt in each moment Or do we find ourselves trying to control? Do we find ourselves pushing certain thoughts or emotions away? Do we feel a certain sense of shame or guilt around something? Do we feel that something hasn't been fully accepted into love within our beings? We can ask ourselves, do we listen to this guidance? Are we guided by our intuition? Or are we guided by something our mind is trying to figure out? It is this trust and this deep inner knowing that is the water that lives within us that is guiding us and moving us and moving through us. So this great mother energy of water is also this ancient crone energy within the triple goddess archetype. The crone is the ancient one, the menopausal woman that has ceased to cycle in the ways of the mother and the maiden and instead holds her energy within herself that has lived through many lifetimes, many generations, and remembers all of that. She is the the center of the community and the tribe that people go to for guidance and insights and wisdom. She is this boundless wisdom, this nourishment that offers eternal healing to the community and to her loved ones. We are held within these sacred waters. So how can we work with this energy now as we've kind of explored what it can look like? um, How can we begin to tend to our relationships with water? Um, So exploring our emotional bodies And um, these questions that were prompted earlier can be a beautiful exercise to explore um, how we live within our emotional bodies. What kind of nourishment is thriving in these spaces or what kind of nourishment is is being asked for? What kind of nourishment is needed within these spaces? Physically, Some ways that we can play within this space of water is to, most obviously, go swimming. (laughs) Floating, diving, um, just sitting within her currents. Whatever way feels um, in resonance with you, it can be a very beautiful and nourishing practice um, to come back to the waters, to have a consistent practice of Going back and allowing ourselves to be immersed and held within um, this womb space, this amniotic fluid. It is deeply cleansing and vitalizing and nourishing, not only energetically. Some of us may feel um, very tangibly like our energy and our being has been rebirthed and vitalized when we go into the ocean, for example or into the sea. Also physically, it is deeply cleansing and enriching and nourishing, for our skin, our largest organ in our body, absorbs all the nourishment and minerals and vitamins that she offers to us. She is cradling us in this space, and here we learn also to trust in her strength, If we physically go to a river and allow ourselves to float in its current or to a lake or wherever it may be, we learn to physically allow ourselves to surrender into this energy. And so we can nurture this practice when we feel like perhaps we hold a lot of tension and resistance within us and learn to... Um, begin to release that and to surrender and to allow ourselves to float and to be cleansed by her, to release this tension and to let go and to find our ease. We can also connect with water by perhaps if you don't have um, very close access to natural bodies of water, um, you can also take a shower or a bath and create a ritual space around this practice of maybe lighting some candles or playing some music or whatever it may be, also working with some vi- visualization to allow water's energy as it falls through the shower or as you soak in a bathtub to be cleared and to nourish you and soften all the hard places that may live within you right now and to release this tension. We can also just sit by water for some time. We don't necessarily need to go in and immerse ourselves in water to receive the healing medicine that she offers. We can also sit by you know, the sea or a river or a lake and to listen to the sounds that she offers us, to the flowing droplets of water that move through the rocks and the sand or the, the creatures that are flying around her surface or the, the fish swimming underneath um, we can tap into all of our senses here to be in witness to her and to allow her to to play with our senses in these ways. We can experience her more fully through all these ways that we can interact with her. Watching the ways that she moves, gazing at her, at her different forms. We can also hold drinking water as an act of reverence for our temples and our beings. We can create this presence as we sip our water throughout the day. We can whisper prayers, affirmations, words of love and kindness into our cups and bottles and be infused with this energy that we offer ourselves these prayers that we speak to ourselves, these ways that we are in communion with the divine through these seemingly mundane and ordinary tasks. It doesn't need to be anything always so extraordinary to be in communion with the sacredness of life. It can be as simple as drinking water with presence and feeling it move in your mouth and flow down your esophagus and into your belly and be infused into your whole body and how it cools you and hydrates your body mm. we can also Witness how our inner waters are moving, Um, giving thanks for our kidneys and our bladders, our precious urine and menstrual blood that flows out of us, the water that is moving through us all the time within our blood and our mucus and the fluids within us. Remembering them and giving thanks for all that they do, that nourishes us, that moves this electricity and energy within us that creates this movement and flow of our intuition, of this energy, of all that we are beyond what is seen. Can also place a cup of water upon our altars when we want to um, presently work with her energy. It is also uh, a tool to amplify um, and put out there certain intentions and prayers and affirmations that we are speaking and invoking within our rituals and practices. We can use Um, and work with this energy of water to help us amplify this for it to be heard louder and clearer and for it to be brought forth to us with ease and reverence. Also, her presence upon our altar reminds us of this energy that that she offers us when we feel Um, wanting to connect with the these energetics of healer or psychic or these practices of surrendering and this concept of the flow in whatever ways we feel called to work with her um, having her there present upon our altar supports us and calls her into that space Also, something that I particularly find super beautiful and magical is snow, (laughs) so if you live in a region um, where it snows and it's the season for it, I invite you to, well, it's not the season right now, September, but soon it will be, (laughs) and I'm quite excited for it. Uh, It's the first time I've been back in Canada, you know, in some years, so I haven't seen this kind of snowfall that we get here in a long time and I'm quite excited (laughs) so yeah um if that also feels in resonance to you I invite you to when the time comes and the snow is present to go out in the snow snow is this really interesting substance and energy that is not quite liquid and not quite solid um, although it looks and seems solid sometimes, um, it is quite still fluid and soft and holding this very particular and special energy of water that I invite you to explore. Um, it is again very tangibly express expressing this crystalline forms and shapes that are traditionally known within the forms of snowflakes. So I invite you to explore that, if that feels in resonance to you. We can also um, continue to deepen our contemplation of her many forms and how they live within us, the way that water expresses herself in us and how our relationship exists. Or still waters, or flowing rivers, or sometimes violent and intense storms, and sometimes rather scary and destructive even. For again, it's this crone energy that it can be rather unpredictable. Um, she is loving within her fierceness and her ferocity sometimes. She doesn't really, um, she isn't this, um, energy of the mother. She has now evolved into this, I don't really give a fuck (laughs) energy that shows you sometimes rather roughly what needs to be seen. And she Um, holds a space for you to dive into sometimes very stormy waters for you to explore that and and see um, and also play in that space of destruction and unpredictability and finding the the safety and the nourishment within those spaces Um, So like snow magic and rituals, we can also do the same with rain, which may be more something presently that you can do. Um, To stand out in the rain, and to feel the droplets falling upon your skin, and to hear the sounds touching everything around you, to maybe go for a walk to sit outside and just listen and be in witness to that space. And we can explore these contemplations um, of her forms as we are in witness to her in her complex and um, abundant forms, always changing and always different. And in these same ways as well, we can witness storms where there is a fierce thunder and lightning booming through the sky and rain pouring ferociously upon everything and the wind blowing and the trees being uprooted. It can be also within this intensity that we feel her, her massive power and how strong she can really be, how powerful she can be. And to, again, witness her in these forms and allow a space for contemplation within the different energetics that are embodied, how they are different and how they are the same. We can also collect shells and stones or maybe sand, depending on where we are to, again, gather these sacred objects that we've talked about in previous episodes that we can hold on to, that we can carry with us, or place upon our altar that um, echoes this energy of water. And it can be in whatever form it resonates with you. And placing it upon our altar to, again, work and invoke this energy of water and being communion with that space, carrying them can be a very beautiful practice when we are calling upon these lessons of surrender and trust um, that water offers us, and that is her medicine. Another beautiful practice can be crying. Um, It can be a precious and important form of self-love and a practice that can be deeply nourishing and enriching to just allow the tears to flow, the emotions to flow. Um, Sometimes when we feel maybe stuck or stagnant or tense, um, the tears just naturally find their way um, out and suddenly this experience of crying begins to move through us that supports us in letting go and surrendering and to release and transmute all that is needed So we can allow ourselves to cry um, when we feel like we need it and we can also explore whether we notice that we have a tendency to perhaps hold ourselves back when we feel like crying Whether we notice that there is this, yeah, like stopping the flow and being even resistant towards it. And um, whether you notice that or not, um, practicing this, this just surrender and letting the tears flow, whether it's alone or maybe around people that you feel safe with whether it's maybe been after a journaling practice or a ritual, whenever it really feels like it's coming through, just allowing it to, again, move through you and witnessing how it makes you feel afterwards, whether there's this feeling of ease and surrender and lessening of tension and suddenly this full-body relaxation and deep breath of relief Um, that can be found after a really good cry. (laughs) Um, Another beautiful practice can be dream keeping, like we talked about earlier. um, Water can live within our dreams and express herself through our dreams. And is this energy of this formless, unseen realm. And so... Um, if this feels something that we are wanting to explore and to nurture, we can create a, a dream journal where we can um, really nur- nourish and nurture this practice of everyday um, remembering and being in witness to our dreams and sitting with what they may be offering us, what kind of medicine they may be revealing and opening us up into, what kind of messages are coming through here. And as we continue, perhaps we begin to notice these patterns that may come through and tendencies of how we dream and and what we dream about. So, some uh, manifestations of water um, that can come through is this boundless and universal love and this longing to merge with others for she is always reaching out for connection and filling these containers and these spaces she is that which connects us all to each other and so her energy is also reaching out into all of her children this you know universal great mother energy she is reaching out and touching all her children and longing to merge and unite. It is this energy of unity and community. Um, and within these spaces perhaps we notice sometimes our boundaries begin to blur um, between what, what is us saying yes and no and what is maybe someone else, um, influencing me in these ways or when do i notice that um, perhaps my my energy was drained through a certain interaction where i didn't realize certain boundaries were crossed and such um it can also look like these intense waves of emotions that move through us that can be rather stormy sometimes or rather unpredictable um and ever-changing Um, It can, depending on how um, this tendency is within you, this nature, this constitution, how strong this water is within you, um, sometimes this energy can be rather tense. Um, It can also look like perhaps what some people would call living in another dimension or another reality um this one of dreams and fantasies and this astral spirit where perhaps you even feel more comfortable in those spaces of dreams and fantasies and the things unseen than you do in in this physical reality in this physical world and so you know it's uh, again this exploration of how is it expressed within me where do I feel at home and comfortable and where do I feel this this newness and maybe not so at ease? For um, water feels comfortable in these other worlds. and so it is also learning to balance this spirit body and this soul within also this physical experience and this physical body that we have that we are here to live within and fully experience in all of its expressions. Um, It can offer us this energy of water, these gifts of a strong intuition, this ability to easily read energies and read rooms, these psychic powers, this kind of sixth sense um, that allows us to easily interpret certain situations or certain energies. Um, this living in the flow and at the same time this, um, over living in the flow, um, can also sometimes look like never taking action or never doing, you know, anything very tangible and very willful. Um, so it is also learning to balance these energies of fire and water, for example. Um, where in the previous episode we talked about this energy of fire that is active and wanting to do the things and has these certain visions and intentions and burning desires that they want to create and do uh, and move towards. And, and this water, um, can sometimes look like um, this full surrender into you know hey whatever happens to me happens and I'm okay with it and not necessarily having this like, these clear intentions of what am I moving towards what am I wanting to create in this life what what are my passions and desires that I want to create and so also seeing um, where you fall upon this spectrum and spiral and um, learning to kind of work with both of these energies that offer their nourishment in these different ways, that offer their unique medicine that is of this active and passive energy, that is of this surrender and discipline. Um, They are both vital and important and learning how to work with both of them in the ways that feel right and good for you um, can support in nourishing the, the fullness of all the elements and not maybe getting carried away with one um, and losing the, the medicine that they can all offer within their wholeness. This can also look like um, this intensity of water sometimes um, with what I mentioned earlier about the boundaries and perhaps confusing and blurring the boundaries where perhaps there is a longing to connect with everyone and everything um, and not always seeing when something is potentially toxic or not serving you in the ways that you need, or not offering you what what is needed, um, and so perhaps this invokes feelings of anxiety and emotional turmoil um and instead of you um, kind of being in partnership with your emotions, suddenly your emotions become to begin to take you for a ride, and suddenly it becomes. Um, a bit intense and feeling out of control. Um, for this can also be a, a tendency of um, high water energy. This perhaps feeling of anxiety with, within the intensity of all that is moving through you. And so it is also important to remember these boundaries um, when working with this energy of water. Depending on where you're at and what you need, of course, uh, it's always important to remember um, these boundaries of what, what is a yes and what is a no. Um, what feels safe and open for me right now and what is, um, what is causing and creating this tension or anxiety that I can maybe um, take some space from or look at in another way, or say no to. Um, And the opposite of this, on the other hand, can look like this inability to trust in anything, um, in your intuition, for example, or in other people. It is perhaps this tendency to try and be in control all the time, questioning everything and questioning your your inner guidance and your inner knowings and asking oh how can this be true or is this right or can this be um feeling this maybe tension created when um you can't see the next steps in front of you and yet you are still asked to leap (laughs) and move forward um this inability to kind of let go where there is this resistance created, um, and this feeling of discomfort in, um, the surrender. And so again, these are just, um, kind of glimpses of where within yourself you can begin to explore how this energy lives within you. These are just pieces of something much bigger and faster, um, and can look different for you. Um, but yeah, it's just some kind of ideas to work with, some ways that it this energy can be intense or maybe um, a bit less that is asking for more um, attention and energy given. So we can call in the these blessings of water to support us within this heart expansion when we feel this Um, tension for example or when we feel this discomfort Um, and through her blessings we can feel this softening beginning to unfold within us where um, there was hardness before, we can feel this lightness where there was heaviness within her energy we can work in this guidance upon our path into receiving these insights and transmissions that come through and learning to work with her energy and being in witness to how she lives within us. And in this way, we can, you know, work with this inner alchemy that comes forth as we begin to tell these stories and be in witness to these this mythology that is our being and our complexities and we can see um, what is asking to be transmuted, what is asking for nourishment what is asking for more energy, less energy we can witness all of these um, expressions and play in this space and in these ways we learn more fully all that we are we learn more fully to walk upon our path with ease and with reverence we learn to even see the path in front of us and to um, learn what is our path, what is my medicine. We begin to receive these insights as to what, why am I here in, in some ways. Um, what am I here to be in service to? Um and within our communion with the elements we learn all these different stories within ourselves and how we live in this world and all the beautiful ways that they interplay within us and um, these tendencies that we have and this these constitutions that we are built upon and these beautiful ways that we can witness each other and how these energies move through us and our communities and our loved ones and um, be in reverence to it as we create these um, more enriching contexts of all that we are Um, and seeing each other also in this deeper and enriching way through the elements and through these stories and so, <laughs> thank you so much for being here again with me. Um, this is uh, wrapping up this little mini-series of the alchemy of elemental communion and how our communion with the, these elements and these weavings of creation can support us in alchemizing ourselves and creating this Um, rich soil upon which we may grow into all that we are meant to and witness ourselves in these beautiful ways and how these stories are echoing also throughout all of creation and all of life. Um, Yeah, it is this inner work (laughs) that we are calling upon to witness ourselves in these ways. So thank you for being here with me again and thank you for your patience um, as this final episode has come out, um, yeah, I'm hoping to become, again, a bit more consistent with, with my episodes, um, continuing to share them a bit more regularly again as I'm getting back into the flow of this space again and continuing to enrich this red moon medicine Um, So again, thank you for being here and thank you for seeing me and uh, for being in this space for receiving these transmissions. Um, I hope you got all that was needed in this space Um, Yeah, and that there was a piece that resonated (laughs) or clicked. I would love to hear more continuing to hear about your experiences and how um, y'all work with these energies. Um, I know often when I talk to people we say which um, which element we feel most in resonance with you know like oh I'm fire I'm very watery or I'm air or or earth or whatever it may be. and so I'm curious to know what, which element also you feel most connected to and in resonance with and, um, the nymph of each. Um, so feel free to reach out to me. I feel like I haven't shared my Instagram on my podcast yet, so I will write that down (laughs) and share it in somewhere. Um, but yeah, if, if anyway, I will share it on here. My Instagram is Red Moon Medicine. Uh, if you want to check me out there and yeah, shoot me a message and we can chat more about this. Um, I always love this topic. So <laughs> have a beautiful, lovely day. Um, thank you again. You are so deeply loved and held in reverence. Um, and may you continue on the path that is unfolding in front of you that is offering you everything that you are needing in each moment with love,